Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Okay, Suster, let's do this thing. Today's podcast is talking about doing scary things and how you can survive it and why you might want to do it and what benefit you can get from it. I'm going to be talking all about my month of April and how I did something scary or uncomfortable every single weekday in order to grow my business. This is sort of like an update from episode 72, where I told you how to go after a big gutsy goal. And that's what I went after. And I'm going to let you know how it turned out. So this is going to be good. First, I just wanted to give one more shout out to the students that took my Tiny Daily Habits course. We just wrapped that up and had our celebration closing ceremonies yesterday after five weeks together working on habits. And the people that took this course were just the most supportive, amazing people. And I'm just so proud to get to know them. And we just had the best call yesterday. And we celebrated people that did their meditation habit, uh, daily running or exercise habit, uh, art habit, sleep habit, online learning habits. And it was just a beautiful, it was a beautiful celebration. And I'm so thankful for them for showing up for the course and for showing up for each other. There was so much support in our Facebook group and for showing up for themselves, for teaching themselves that they could do something every day and that they could get better at things. And all of them had these extra kind of side bonus benefits that came from them doing their habits. And a lot of creativity was woken up and um, just a lot of, self-realization, I think. And so it was just really cool to be a part of that. So if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on the next time we do it, which I'm guessing will be around September, then make sure you are on my email newsletter list because I send updates on podcast and updates on any upcoming workshops. So if you just go to the show notes for this episode, that is showupsociety.com forward slash 76, you will see a place to sign up for my newsletter so you don't miss out next time. Do 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 it's challenge time. Today's challenge is to ask yourself, how could I show myself some love and care today? And then answer it. That's it. By the end of this episode, I want you to ask yourself how you can show yourself love and care today, and then listen for the answer that your brain comes up with. So our brains love to answer questions for us. So if we ask questions phrased in a positive manner or an open-ended kind of positive question, it will go out and hunt for the answers and it will come back to you with something great. So after you ask yourself, how can I show myself love and care today, make sure you're really listening for that answer because you're going to get a great one. I'll check in with you at the end of the episode. So let's talk about doing scary things. 
So in episode 72 of my podcast, I talked about how to go after big gutsy goals. So for me, my goal was to build my business in April and my goal was to get seven new clients, which would be more than I've ever gotten in a month. And when I set out for this goal, I didn't 100% believe that the results were possible, but I didn't want that to hold me back from going after a goal. I wanted to know that just believing in me that I could be brave and willing to fail and get uncomfortable would be enough to go after the goal. Because I think a lot of us, too many of us, wait to be totally certain of the outcome before we take any action. And I wanted to show that you can take action from a belief in yourself before you 100% believe in the result. Because if we just waited around until we were certain that we were going to get the thing before we took action, we would never take action because I feel like we're it's, it's really hard to get to that 100% certain place. So my goal for April for myself was to go after this goal with a full belief in myself that I could continue to show up and do uncomfortable things. So to make it fun, I set out a little challenge and I wrote a big list of all the possible things that I thought someone with my goal in mind with a, that has a successful coaching business, what would they be doing? What are some of the things that they would be doing? And I made them all into a big list. And I thought of all the things, I just kept asking myself, what else could I try? What else would someone do that has a successful business? So after I took that whole big long list, I kind of put them into columns. I made a super scary column, which for me felt just really scary. Like I just, I don't, I didn't even know if I could be able to do it. And then an uncomfortable column, which is kind of like middle ground scary. And then a safely unease column, which felt a little bit uncomfortable. I didn't really want to do it over and over, but it wasn't that huge of a deal. So I took that list and those columns and I made a little pact with myself that I would do one super scary thing every week weekday, one to three uncomfortable things every weekday, and one to three safely uneasy things every weekday. And I just had this belief that I could keep doing that no matter what. I was willing to fail. I was willing to get uncomfortable in order to be a successful business owner. So I kept asking myself, what would be scary? What would it feel like to be on that top of the slide where it's scary, but it's also fun and you want to do it, but you're scared to do it? And then I would just go down the slide. So I wanted to just come back to you with kind of a recap to let you know what my results were, but even more important than the results that I got, what I learned about this process. So let's talk about the results. My goal was to get seven new clients. I did not get that, but I did get the most clients in one month that I've ever had. And so I'm going to celebrate that. And I wanted to also just kind of give you a rundown of some of the scary things that I did. So even if you're not building a coaching business, these might not apply to you, right? But you can, how can they apply to you and your life with whatever that goal is for you? Whether it's running a marathon or writing a book or painting a series to be in an art gallery that you've always dreamed about being in. So as I'm going through this list of some of the things that I did and how I put myself out there, I hope that you will be in your mind thinking of what items would be on your list, what things would be uh, super scary for you or uncomfortable or mildly uneasy, and just be kind of generating this list of scary things in your own mind that apply to you. So here is my list. I went on Instagram live 18 times. I posted on Instagram with offers to coach with me 18 times. I posted on Instagram stories almost daily. 
I created and scheduled five workshops that were going to be held in the future. I coached a mentor. I coached somebody that's an expert and has been doing this for way longer than I have, and that felt scary. I got rid of the last physical remnants of my stationary business. So I got rid of um, so many of my displays and my product packaging and shipping and almost all of my cards, and that felt really scary, sad, bittersweet, uh, completion for me. That was a little bit scary. I co-hosted rooms on Clubhouse with some other coaches three times. I was a guest on someone else's podcast once, and that's going to come out pretty soon. I'm super excited about that. I coached live in my Tiny Daily Habits Facebook group. I asked if that was something they would be interested in, and they said yes. So I just coached. I brought them on live and coached through it. I had more consults, more consultation calls to see if people wanted to work with me. I had more of those in April than I've ever had in a month. I changed my prices. That felt really scary to me. I came up with a party idea and invited people to an online party. And I it was kind of a different idea. And I wasn't really sure if people would want to come. So I felt a little bit scared to ask. And I'm going to talk about that more on a future episode. So I don't want to give away too much right now. I sent eight proposals out to different workshops and speaking engagements and summits. Some of those I haven't heard back yet from, some were a no and some were a yes. I applied to three different places to be a contract coach in their masterminds and in their uh, memberships. And I did tons of other scary things too that weren't so necessarily business related, but I bought roller skates and I went skating around. Here's another fun one. I asked people that I know or know online that are making over 500K a year in their coaching businesses, I asked them, what are some of the conveniences in their life that they spend money on? And the reason I did this is so I would know what's possible. And it's similar, I always come back to Roger Bannister and breaking the four minute mile is milers all over the world felt so much more possibility in breaking four minutes for the mile once they saw Roger Bannister do it. And soon after he did it, so many more people did it. And I think of so many young little girls in our country, especially little girls of color, and how these girls are watching Vice President Kamala Harris and knowing that that is a possibility for them too, that they could be a vice president, they could be a president, they could be on TV representing our country. And so it's just that idea of seeing something makes it possible. When you see other people doing something, you know that they are just a human just like you. And if they can do it, you can do it. And so I just wanted an idea of how people that are making that much money live and what they spend their money on and what they enjoy. And I just wanted that as a possibility for me. So a tiny, tiny example, I was talking to a friend and she said that she has two dishwashers. I literally didn't even know that was a thing. Like it would, I can't even tell you how much nicer it would make our evenings and our mornings because uh, dishes are like the bane of our existence right now in this house. Um, But anyway, I didn't even know that that was a thing that people could have more than one dishwasher. And so just that knowing that that's a possibility opened up so much Uh, in my eyes, so much convenience and ease and so much of me spending time and energy on helping people out in the world rather than washing another dirty dish. So anyway, asking that question uh, felt really scary to me, but it was amazing some of the answers that I saw and it's crazy how some people live. 
And there were so many other tiny, scary moments in the past month that are just too many to name here. I don't want to bore you to tears, but so, so many moments of where I would just sit and take a breath and say, okay, I can do this. And then I did it. And so that's all of the nuts and bolts of what I did. And now I just wanted to talk about uh, what I gained from it. And there were so, so many gains. And that's why I want to encourage you to take on this project for yourself sometime if you ever want to make a big jump uh, towards a goal or in your belief in yourself. Uh, This is just such a fun way to do it. And so some of the things that I gained were obviously the result of having more clients than I've ever gotten in a month. And so while while that is amazing, of course, that's like one of the whole reasons I wanted to do this, is it turns out that that's one of the um, least important results out of the whole thing. So some of the other gains that I got were actually way more important to me. Um, so I made more connections. I had so many people DMing me and emailing me and messaging me uh, based on what I was saying on my Instagram lives or my Instagram post or um, all the different content that I was putting out. I did a, a workshop and I had so many connections from that workshop and people shared their stories with me and it just led to this deeper connection and I showed a lot of vulnerability and I think people always connect when they see other people being vulnerable and putting themselves out there. It kind of it kind of takes down this wall between humans and lets us connect on a deeper level. So that was a huge gain for me. Another one is more collaborations. I have so many workshops and summits and podcast guesting opportunities coming up from things that I put into place uh, this month. And I just, I have found some amazing people uh, to work alongside. And I just can't wait to see what we create and how many people we can help when we join forces. Um, and so I always love collaboration and joining uh, joining hands with other people to get the, the word out there. And so I'm really excited about the months ahead and all the things that are going to come out from the groundwork that I laid in April. Another one is the reason that we are afraid to take action a lot of times is because we're scared of feeling rejection or scared of looking dumb. Or for me, we think it's going to be too hard or complicated. But in this challenge, I knew that I was going to be able to handle any of those feelings that came up, the overwhelm or the rejection or the humiliation. And because I knew that I was going to survive like let's say the worst case scenario, right? The worst thing that could have happened of any of these challenges was just going to be an emotion. It was going to just be a yucky emotion that I didn't want to feel something like failure or uh, embarrassment. But because I knew from all my coaching that I will survive whatever emotion comes my way, then I was willing to do it. Because I said to myself, you know, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. Then what? Mm, okay, then maybe I'll feel silly or sad or upset for, you know, 10 minutes, then I'm going to get over it. And I'm going to keep going. None of these emotions are so bad that I'm not going to be able to survive them. And so once you know that you're going to survive the worst case scenario, the worst emotion, or, or a negative emotion, then you know, it's not a problem. I'm going to go out and do this thing. So that just kind of reinforced that belief that I'm going to be able to handle any emotion, any negative emotion that comes my way. Uh, Another cool thing, scary things, once you do them, they become less scary. So the first day that I got on Instagram Live, I kind of just sat there with the, the camera on my face, just like with my finger hovering over the button to go live. And I don't know how long it was. It felt like five minutes. I'm sure it wasn't that long. But um, 
It just felt really hard and scary. And then by the fifth or sixth or seventh time, I was like, okay, whatevs. And I pushed record or go live, whatever the button is. And I went live and it just the scariness kind of disappeared because again, I realized that I could handle it. Another thing I gained from this is self-confidence. So I just, in doing these actions, in getting uncomfortable, in being willing to fail, in showing up every weekday when I said I would, I just gained this whole new level of self-confidence. And I know that I can figure things out. I know that I can show up. I know that I can get uncomfortable. I know that I can put myself into situations that the me of three months ago or six months ago would never have dreamed of. And I'm doing them. And so now I have this self-confidence and I'm like, okay, well, what's next? What is the next level of discomfort? What am I willing to put myself into that still feels kind of cringy, but in the best possible way, right? So I just have, it's just so cool to see like, whoa, this Tammy right now at the end of April is so different than the Tammy of January, than the Tammy of 2019. And I mean, believe me, we could go way back. But anyway, it was just a really cool thing to see my self-confidence grow by the day, my confidence grow by the day. And one more really cool thing that I gained from this month of doing scary things and sharing it is that other people around me started doing uncomfortable things too and sharing it with me. So I started getting some messages about people saying like, I thought of what you said about doing uncomfortable things and I did something today. And it was just this really cool kind of like ripple effect. I could just see this like uh, discomfort, but growth just spreading across people that I came into contact with. And it's just a really cool thing to, it's almost like, you know, a bunch of people standing on the side of a cliff or standing on the side of a really cold pool and they hold hands and they all jump in together and they squeal, but they know they've got each other. And it just felt like that kind of community when like, okay, okay, folks, are we doing this? Are we doing this scary thing? Are we willing to grow and expand and become new brave beings? And then we jump together and that's what it felt like. So, um, I hope that if you do take on this kind of doing a scary thing challenge for yourself, that you will find that sense of community and collaboration uh, in in your world. So I also wanted to touch on a little bit what what kept me going. Like there were plenty of days when it was just really hard and I didn't want to do it and I felt a little bit run down and it just, um, you know, there were some days when I wasn't seeing any immediate results and what kept me going. And so the why of course, always kept me going. That for me is so essential to any of my growth and of my goal getting is to remember the why. Why am I doing this? And my why not only was to create seven new clients, but bigger than that, my why was to become what I envision a successful business owner being. And that is somebody that is willing to fail. I mean, if you look at all the successful businesses in our country, they all were successful because their owners, their creators were willing to fail so many times and to put themselves into places of discomfort. And so my ultimate goal, uh, even more than how many clients I have, is to become a person who is so willing to go after her big dreams and goals that she's willing to put herself out there over and over and over. And so when I would be sitting in that moment of not wanting to do the thing, I would remind myself, this is who we have to become to get our goal of having that successful business and to become a successful business owner and to hold our head high, knowing that we've done all that we know how to do and that we've believed in ourselves so much. So that why was huge for me. 
and that knowing who I am becoming and taking this step was huge for me. And I also always like to think of what I'm doing now as being a gift to my future self. So my future self, the Tammy in December of 2021, looking back at the year and the business that she created, is there something I can do today to get her to that place? And on all these days when I sat and I didn't want to do it, I thought, yes, if I can just reach out to this person to do a workshop with them, or if I can be a guest on their podcast, who knows what results will happen from that and the connections that I will make from that, that are going to help me grow my business and help me create this community of people around me. And so it was just thinking of that If I can get uncomfortable for this tiny short period of time when I send this email or I send this message, will it be worth it a million times over in the connections that I make and the growth that I make in my business and as a human? And so almost always, probably always, the answer to that was, yes, I am willing to give this gift to my future self. And she is going to be so thankful that I pushed send on this email today. So I hope that all this talk about doing scary, uncomfortable things has gotten you inspired to go out there for after a goal of your own and to get uncomfortable, to jump into the freezing cold water and to get out and do it again and again, because those scary things will get less and less scary. Your your scare tolerance will actually build up and you'll have to jump into a colder pool. You'll have to find something even scarier to do. But there's something so beautiful about becoming that person who who is willing to do it. And I think that if you allow yourself to be the person who makes the jump, who believes in yourself so deeply that you are willing to get uncomfortable and to fail and to do scary things, that you are going to grow not only as a human, but you're going to get that goal. It's just a matter of time. And so I really hope that you find some kind of cool goal out there for yourself and to just start doing scary things. And I hope that you will come back and share your story story with me. And maybe I can share it with the world and and encourage you on. But I just I can't wait to see what you do and what kind of scary things you put yourself through and what kind of growth is on the other side. So that's all I have to say about that. But before we go, I want to check in with you to see, did you ask yourself what you can do with love and care for yourself today? And did you answer it? And what did you come up with? And now go do that thing. Show yourself a little bit of love and care today, okay? I'm sending my love and care to you, and I thank you so much for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. P.S. I am a life coach and I help people do scary things all the time. So if you have a scary thing that you want help with, I just might be the person for you. If you like how I talk on this podcast and how I roll, then let's set up a consultation call with each other. It's free. It's one hour. You tell me where you're stuck. I'll tell you what I think we could do to get you unstuck. And if I am the person for you, then I'll tell you how we can work together. Okay. To do that, go to showupsociety.com forward slash coaching. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for being here. I see you. I see you working so hard. Keep it up. You got it.